When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1748. Is what you know to be true, really true? By Adi Redzik of adiredzik.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who's been reading articles, book excerpts, even student essays to you every day, including holidays for over four and a half years, covering personal development or self-help, how to live a better life, and a lot more. It's always with permission from the authors or websites. Just hit the subscribe button in your podcast app to get new episodes for free. Today's post is from a great writer, Adi Redzik. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Is what you know to be true, really true? By Adi Redzik of adiredzik.com. In the Buddhist tradition, there's a beautiful discourse known as the Heart Sutra that delves into the essence of letting go of preconceived notions about how our life should be in order to embrace the wondrous nature of what our life actually is. Its ultimate objective is to help us relinquish the deep, often unconscious suffering that dwells within us. While there are many facets of this text, the following question particularly resonated with me. Are the beliefs I hold about myself and the world around me really true? Understanding is honoring the truth underneath, and perfect understanding, another translation of this text, is only possible when we recognize the limits of what we know. You see, in life, Knowledge is often a barrier to understanding. In the words of a Zen teacher, Thich Nhat Hanh, quote, if we take something to be the truth, we may cling to it so much that even if the truth comes and knocks at our door, we won't wanna let it in. We have to be able to transcend our precious knowledge in the same way we climb up a ladder. If we're on the fifth rung and think that we are very high, there's no hope for us to step up to the sixth. We must learn to transcend our own views. Understanding like water can flow, can penetrate. Views, knowledge, and even wisdom are solid and can block the way of understanding, end quote. Many times in my life, I've been in situations where the new, deeper understanding knocked, but I argued and bargained with it, rationalizing its merits and fighting against it because I feared this new idea would be harmful to me, even though I was the one who sought it out in the first place. I've clung to the identity my past experiences, knowledge, and beliefs had formed for me. While those past identities served a purpose once, they blocked the deeper understanding of who I am and what I am all about and prevented life from revealing itself without anxiety, resistance, and fear. In other words, by clinging to a particular truth, I prevented my bliss from coming into a full light and caused myself suffering instead, even if I pretended this wasn't so. For example, for a long time, I believed that I should be a lawyer. Maybe I would have made a good one, but it's not likely that I would have been writing this essay now. Nevertheless, I spent a great amount of time resisting the pull into where I am today, even fighting it and fighting others who pointed it out to me because I believed this other thing was really me. Or think of a person who'd been married for 30 years, most of those years unfulfilled, but couldn't or can't break out of it because of the identity, a set of beliefs they had built but we've been together all these years. I couldn't possibly start over. Just ask millions who did and we're glad for it. Or take someone who'd had a rough, 
abusive, lonely upbringing and spends many years trying to build the opposite, never realizing that nothing will ever be good enough as a replacement. We must build anew. Yet they keep on trying because they believe this identity to be the truth, even if in the process, they pass on life. I'm sure you can identify many examples of this in your own life, and I'd encourage you to do so. And then question them earnestly, but not because I asked you to, or some ancient Buddhist text said it would be wise, but because without deeper understanding, life will continue to lack. Without perfect understanding and brutal honesty, authentic happiness is impossible. Is what I know to be true, really true? To help you on this quest, here are 10 questions to get you going. Number one, is it really true that I was or am a victim of my circumstances, upbringing, relationships, etc.? Did I have a say? Do I have a say today? Number two, is it really true that the love I seek hasn't yet appeared? Or is it that my self-love isn't enough to see it? Number three, is it really true that things never go my way? Is the glass really half empty? Number four, is it really true that fill in the blank has to materialize in this way? Or is that my past belief talking? Number five, is it really true that I screwed that fill in the blank up? Isn't there a silver lining? Number six, is it really true that due to genes, circumstances, etc., I need to be sickly or unfulfilled or even that I'm incapable or stupid? Number seven, is it really true that there are no ideal opportunities for me out there and that I'll always be poor? Number eight, is it really true that I'm ugly, fat, mean, old, green, yellow, not worthy of authentic love? Number nine, Is it really true that I am responsible for all the things that happen to me, around me, and to other people too? And number 10, is it really true that I love myself? Is it really true that I am courageous? Or are these only pretty words that cover the wounded child beneath? Has the child healed? There are many, many more of these questions. Some answers will come as a yes, some as a no, and some as a yes and no. The trick here isn't so much to give a particular answer, although that's a good start, but to live the questions out and wrestle with them in the quest of going deeper, discovering that perfect understanding about yourself and the universe around you. Only then, armed with perfect understanding, do we experience aliveness and authentic love, joy, and peace in its most natural form. You just listened to the post titled, Is What You Know To Be True Really True? by Audie Redzik of audiredzik.com. And thank you to Adi. The title reminded me of an article that I saw pop up on something like BuzzFeed. That was like 10 things you thought were true that totally aren't or something along those lines where you're like, what? That's been said in school or I was taught that growing up or that was just common knowledge. And nope, just something random that was mistaken or misunderstood and then just spread. There are a lot of those moments in life from the silly, like Darth Vader not actually saying, Luke, I am your father and in not being the Berenstein Bears, but the Berenstain Bears. Those both were very confusing for me. But it's also ones happening in our lives all the time, like Adi said. It's important to go through these questions he asked and see what's really true. But that should do it for today. Thank you for listening and being here and for subscribing to the show. Please do subscribe for free if you haven't already. Have a great rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow as usual, where optimal life awaits.